Chapter 17 Eric led her by the hand into the living room, and for a moment she thought they might be headed to the couch for a repeat of yesterday's erotic adventure, but he drew her towards the hearth instead, sinking to his knees on the thick rug and gently tugging her hand until she joined him. Even on their knees, he was so much taller that she had to look up to meet his eyes, and when she did, her heart started to pound. Desire had a look about it, she decided. A very serious look. A look that sharpened the eyes and lowered the brow. A look that couldn't be mistaken for any other emotion. Eric was looking at her that way now, his jaw set firmly, his eyes sparkling. Desire had a restless energy, too, that made his hands reach out to caress her arms, her shoulders, even her elbows, as though he couldn't not touch her, as though he had been touching her with only his eyes for far too long, and couldn't resist gliding his fingers over her skin now that he could, now that she was in front of him, running her hands over him with the same wandering caresses, the same reverence, the same need. He leaned forward and gently guided her down until her legs curled out from under her, and she lay back against the plush comfort of the rug. He settled beside her, propping himself up on one elbow and resting his other hand on the curve of her hip, smoothing his palm over her belly as her breath quickened. He smiled when he realized just how quick her breathing was, and that little dimple flashed playfully as he swirled his fingers around her navel, tickling her until she laughed and covered his hand with hers to stop him. Then his fingers slid beneath the hem of her top and slowly pushed it further up, his hand so warm and strong against her ribs. All thoughts of laughter and playfulness evaporated. She gazed up at him, realizing that she probably wore the same serious look of desire now, judging by the heat that flared in his eyes as his hand pushed the fabric of her top smoothly up over her breasts. She'd never appreciated before how erotically charged this moment could be, that first moment her breasts were bared to him, the mixture of cool air and warmth from the fire whispering over her naked skin and pebbling her nipples. It was liberating, she realized, to feel so powerfully feminine, to unveil her breasts to his hungry eyes and roaming hands, to let herself feel that shiver of pleasure as he gazed at her. He helped her sit up to tug the shirt over her head and completely off, and gently eased her back down. Alexandra, he whispered as she settled back against the rug. His eyes roved everywhere, not just over her breasts, he took in her collarbones, it seemed, her shoulders, the line of her neck, the swirl of her hair against the carpet, as though every part of her were a work of art to be appreciated. You have no idea how incredibly beautiful you are to me. Pleasure infused her as she reached up to stroke his strong shoulder. She couldn't speak. Words just didn't seem right, somehow. She spoke with her hands instead, lovingly feeling his arms, his chest, 
the soft skin of his neck just below his jaw. I wanted to do this yesterday, he murmured. He lowered his lips to one of her nipples and captured it, swirling his tongue over it sensuously until she nearly arched off the floor from the sheer, agonizing pleasure of it. He lifted his lips away from her and caught her eyes. But I just couldn't. Why not? She asked, her nipple stinging from the absence of his lips. Why not? He echoed, his voice low and sultry. He bent to kiss the top of her breast and trailed a line of soft kisses over the rounded flesh. He smiled, a slow, lazy smile. Because I would have come in about two seconds if I had. And I wanted it to last. Now she absolutely couldn't speak. The low, smoky timbre of his voice, the heavy-lidded look of desire on his face, made her almost sink right through the floor. He took her nipple again, this time grasping her breast and gently shaping it as his tongue swirled and flicked all around the little pink nub. She gasped at the stinging pleasure that shot through her body, right down to the heat beginning to pool between her legs. She watched him, entranced by the beautiful line of his jaw, at how his eyes closed in ecstasy as his tongue languidly licked her, savored her, flicked over and around until he drew her into his mouth and suckled her. Desire soared through her, catapulted to new heights by the dizzying pleasures of his tongue, his lips, his mouth, as his hand moved to gently shape her other breast. He grazed her nipple with his thumb, all the while scorching the other one with his lush, silken tongue until she was arching off the floor, her head thrown back, moaning from the unbelievable pleasure of it. She heard him hum softly, a throaty little sound of pleasure, and felt him kissing his way across her breasts so he could enslave her other nipple with his mouth. Hot and wet and luscious, his tongue slid over her in long, erotic strokes and torturous swirls, and when he sucked her into his mouth and flicked his tongue quickly over her captured nipple, she just about came, crying out and clasping his head to her breast in an agony of pleasure. He rose up, a sheen of moisture on his lips, his eyes dark and wild. He shaped and squeezed her breast his face registering every sensation, every ounce of pleasure he was experiencing from the feel of her soft, warm flesh. He bent and suckled her again, as though he couldn't not do it, as if he were compelled, as if he needed one last taste of her. With a groan, he pulled away and brought her other breast to his hungry lips, circling her nipple with his tongue before taking it in his mouth and suckling. Then he tore away from her breasts and found her eyes. Askly, he whispered, and her heart nearly stopped. Askly, my love, I need you. All of you. Eric, she whispered, trying to hold back the tears that suddenly, ferociously pricked at her eyes. Emotions rioted through her, desire and love and a kind of bittersweet, aching relief. He moved then, sitting back on his haunches in front of her, and smoothing his hands over her hips. 
rounding her curves and back again, caressing her thighs as he gazed down at her, his lips parting. He glanced up at her and then let his thumbs slip beneath the waistband of her pants. He tugged gently, slowly peeling them down her legs until they gathered around her ankles and he slipped them off. He had lowered her panties along with them and now she lay fully naked and completely exposed but not the least bit self-conscious. He was looking at her with ravenous desire, his eyes burning with need, hungrily taking in every inch of her and banishing any doubt that he thought she was the most desirable woman he had ever seen. He smoothed his hands along her calves and guided them up until her knees bent, and then he gently parted them, settling himself between them as he stretched out along the floor. Her heart began to pound at the sight of him, poised between her legs, his eyes intense and dark blue, piercing hers as he pressed his lips to the inside of her knee. The kiss was slow, hot, and languid, and evolved into a soft and sensuous lick. Watching his tongue sear her skin, watching him taste her, mesmerized by the eroticism of his tongue savoring her. Then his lips moved higher, kissing along one thigh, and then moving to the other, scorching every inch of skin they touched. She couldn't take her eyes from his as he gazed at her and trailed his warm, sensual lips along the sensitive flesh of her inner thighs. And when she felt his warm breath whisper against her, she inhaled sharply, trembling from the anticipation and the sheer pleasure already rocketing through her as her body cried out her need for him. Her heart pounded and her breathing ratcheted, and she felt liquid warmth flooding between her legs as she waited for that first electric touch of his tongue. He watched her, and his lips curved into a gentle, knowing smile. Then he lowered his mouth and kissed her, where she ached for him the most. Oh, God, Eric! Her body spasmed at the sudden, explosive jolt of pleasure. He pressed his lips against her, gently suckling her as she arched back, Agonized by the fiery sensation that tore through her at his gentle touch, he hummed with pleasure, releasing her from his mouth to caress her with long, erotic strokes of his tongue. God, you taste so sweet, he murmured, his velvet tongue swirling over her in decadent circles. His mouth moved over her rhythmically, sensuously, inflaming every nerve ending and sending pleasure searing through her, he groaned softly as she moaned and gasped at every hot, languid swirl of his tongue, every moan she felt thrumming through his chest. His tongue was like fire against her flesh, but it was a sweet, delicious fire that spiked through her as he explored and savored and adored. Just when she felt herself about to come, his lips began to roam slowly, sweetly, down her slick folds until she felt his tongue circle her entrance and slip inside. The sensation rocked her as his tongue began to gently pulse inside her, the hottest, sweetest, silkiest penetration she'd ever felt. God, she thought she just might die from the sheer eroticism of it, 
from the psychological thrill of seeing and feeling the man she loved slip his tongue into her most intimate place, pleasuring her in that most erotic of ways. And from the pleasure, too, God, from the pleasure, pleasure wasn't even the word for it. His tongue tormented her, pulsing in and withdrawing, licking and savoring, suckling, tasting and driving her towards the edge until she began to moan desperately, her agonized cries escalating with his every stroke. Then he lifted his mouth away as his fingers gently spread her folds, exposing her swollen clit to his flaring eyes, and he fell on her again, flicking his tongue over her with such exquisite precision that she nearly shattered right then. She convulsed around him, sinking her hands into his hair and crying out his name, the pleasure so outrageously, gorgeously, all-consuming that she couldn't breathe. She climbed and climbed, the sweet pressure, the exquisite pleasure mounting, and she moaned and whispered his name, her voice high and tight and breathless. As if he knew she was about to come, he paused, slowing the rhythm of his tongue and lifting his gaze to lock with hers. He smoothed one finger along her slick folds and slowly entered her, as he bent again to flick his tongue over her aching clit. He was so gentle, so slow and deliberate, sliding first one finger and then two inside her with long, deep, luxurious strokes as his mouth roamed over her. His tongue was like the softest silk, sliding wetly over her clit and then down to her folds, savoring her, pleasuring her, pleasuring himself, she realized dimly, hearing his soft little moans. She shuddered and arched beneath him and grasped at his hair, the back of his neck, the strong muscles of his shoulders, anywhere and everywhere she could touch. The pleasure was unrelenting, growing in unbearable intensity as he quickened his pace, his own desire spiking and urging him on. She could feel him growing more urgent, could feel his body tensing, his muscles growing more rigid as he groaned and lost himself in her. His fingers pulsed inside her, his tongue worshipped her clit, swirling and sucking and licking, torturing her with the most exquisite, agonizing pleasure she'd ever known. Eric, she cried, nearing her climax. Oh God, you're going to make me come? Yes, baby, come for me. Come for me, Oscar. He groaned. His mouth consumed her in a frantic rhythm, faster and wetter and more desperate, his tongue lashing at her, his fingers stroking into her until she arched back and cried out, exploding around him on a desperate, keening cry of release. Her body jerked as the orgasm rippled through her, flowing through her womb and down to her toes, catching in her throat as she cried out. And then, as his mouth continued to move against her, another wave of pleasure crashed over her, another orgasm so intense she all but screamed. She looked down wildly, gasping for breath, and watched his tongue flick over her as he slid his fingers into her, curling them against her inner walls as they clenched and spasmed around him. When he looked up at her, his eyes dark with lust and sucked her clit into his mouth on a breathless moan, the outrageous eroticism of it made the room begin to spin, and yet another orgasm rocketed through her body, shattering her very soul. She let her head fall back, let herself slide off the edge of reality into a realm of surreal bliss. 
Lights danced behind her eyes, pleasure exploding and imploding and exploding again, and she could have sworn she left her body, floating into the ether on a cloud of unimaginable ecstasy. She soared free, weightless and insubstantial, feeling nothing but the unique rapture of pleasure and love and bodily bliss. When she came back to earth, her heart was thundering and her chest heaved breathlessly. She covered her face with her hands and tried not to cry from the intensity of the sensations and emotions that whirled through her. She just lay there for a moment, hardly aware of anything but the aftershocks of intense pleasure that quaked through her. When she finally lifted her head to look down at him, he smiled at her and kissed the inside of her thigh. His hand gently caressed her other thigh, as if soothing her down from the terrifying heights he'd just helped her achieve. His eyes glittered and his cheek dimpled as his lips curved into a gentle but teasing smile. A very self-satisfied smile. Oh my God, she breathed out shakily still reeling from the onslaught of such intense pleasure. She felt formless and giddy, tingling with sensation all over. Oh, Eric. Oh, my God, Eric. She couldn't say anything else. Couldn't form words. She felt tears sting her eyes, and she swallowed them back, gazing at him with naked adoration and disbelief. She had never, ever experienced anything like that had never known such a thing was possible. She had studied the human body intimately, and yet had never even imagined that such pleasure, such riotous, overwhelming pleasure, was even plausible, let alone something Eric would give her. She watched him as he rested his head on her thigh and drew light circles on her leg with one lazy finger, smiling up at her as she shuddered and trembled, sensitive to even his lightest touch. That was unbelievable, she panted, sinking her hand into his hair and stroking the silken strands that fell across his forehead. I love making you come, he said, pressing a kiss to her thigh. Your voice is so beautiful when you come, so full of passion. It's intoxicating. Three times in a row, she breathed raggedly, disbelief making her voice high and tight, you made me come three times in a row. My God, I can't believe it. He laughed softly, and she could see how delighted he was at having satisfied her so thoroughly. My pleasure, ma'am. No, no, my pleasure, soldier, she said, throwing her head back again and squeezing her eyes shut. Holy fuck. He laughed, a laugh so pure and so filled with delight that she rose up on her elbows to see his face to enjoy the happiness she could hear in his voice. He looked flushed with pleasure, as if she'd just given him three explosive orgasms in a row. Then he rose up onto his hands and knees and moved closer to her, delicately kissing a line up her belly. She shivered at each touch of his lips, but gradually, slowly, the sensations died down to something she thought might not actually kill her. She flexed her fingers in his hair, savoring the feel of it, caressing him with as much tenderness and love as she could express with such a simple touch. He was kissing her so sweetly, pausing to look at her with such a glowing, adoring look in his eyes, that she felt the love between them surge like a living thing, bigger than both of them, 
alive and real, and finally set free. He kissed just below her navel and then paused, looking down at the spot. His eyes drifted up to meet hers, and he ran his hand smoothly over her, circling her belly with a slow, easy caress. What happens if you get pregnant? He asked quietly. From your tongue? She laughed softly. You're good, but you're not that good. Not from my tongue, he smiled, sinking down beside her, propping himself up on one elbow. He leaned down and lightly kissed her breast. From the other part of me that loves being inside you. She hesitated, watching his eyes as they took her in, as he waited for her response. He wasn't joking, she realized. She hadn't expected such a question from him, and certainly not right at this exact moment, and so it took her a minute to settle her breathing and gather her thoughts. Afterglow was making her pleasantly drowsy. She blinked slowly and ran her hand along his arm as he pulled her closer to him. I won't, she finally said. I told you I'm protected. Even still, he said his voice changing subtly. The dreamy pleasure of a moment ago was beginning to wane, his voice gaining strength. It doesn't always work, right? She looked up at him, her heart fluttering the way it always did when their conversations turned even halfway serious, when his eyes took on that rounded, soulful look. How sweet it would be to have this discussion with him if they were really lovers, she thought. How tender this moment could be, when a couple talked about the child they might create together. But it wasn't tenderness she heard in his voice. It was worry, and maybe even mild regret. The regret wasn't over the intimacy they'd shared a moment ago, that much she knew. Somehow she knew he never regretted any pleasure he gave or received. It was regret of a different kind she saw beginning to shadow his eyes as if he wished he hadn't let his guard down, hadn't let himself love her. As if he had to find a way to break the magic of this moment any way he could. Well, he could break the magic, she thought, but he didn't have to break the mood. The light, easy playfulness she'd seen in his eyes when they'd first come inside was too precious to let go of, and she desperately wanted it to return. Then I'll have a baby, she shrugged grinning sleepily. His eyebrows rose, but his eyes danced in response to her grin. Relief flooded through her at the hint of happiness returning to his eyes. A blonde-haired, blue-eyed, badass Viking baby, she improvised, named Bjorn. Bjorn, he echoed, his eyes sparkling. That's a bit too common, don't you think? Okay, then. Ikea. He snorted, unable to contain a laugh. He pressed a kiss to her skin, just over the place where their baby would grow. Bjorn means bear, but you probably know that. Perfect, she wrinkled her nose at him. There aren't nearly enough people named after wildlife. But what if it's a girl? He teased. That is if it's a girl. He laughed. You're not naming our daughter Bjorn. She'd be very distinctive she insisted, reaching for him, urging him to come closer. She'll stand out. 
He moved up to her breasts, kissing the rounded curves and pressing his lips to one nipple and then the other, lightly, gently, as if he knew she was still too sensitive from the orgasms he'd wrenched from her, all three of them. She needs a beautiful name, he said, his bristled jaw grazing her skin as he kissed her breasts. But what if she's not beautiful? She frowned. He looked up at her, his eyes roaming over her face. Oh, she will be. He lowered his head and she thought he might kiss her, but he merely hovered near her instead, gazing down at her. Desire glowed in his eyes along with something else, something she hadn't seen before, something softer, more tender, something approaching vulnerability. The vulnerability he'd sworn never touched him. She reached up to cup his face and ran her hand along the roughness of his stubble, caressing and soothing. Then, without thinking, she lifted up and kissed him. He stiffened and she could feel him shying away or trying to, but as she brushed her lips against his, she could feel it, that subtle easing of tension that meant he was almost giving in. She feathered her kisses, lightly, sweetly, kissing him the only way he had ever permitted her to kiss him. Kisses that were innocent, fleeting kisses that held no promise of deepening, that hinted at nothing darker or more dangerous than a light, happy gesture of affection. He met her kisses with reluctant ones of his own, brushing his lips softly across hers and then pulling away, dipping his head to kiss her cheek, her chin, the corners of her lips. But then something shifted, subtly, something changed in the air between them. He lowered his lips to hers and lingered there just a moment too long. She savored his softness and parted her lips to taste him, to feel every part of him, to encourage him. His lips parted and she felt the barest hint of his tongue against her lips, could feel him wanting it, wanting to let go. His hand slid along her jaw, his fingers driving into her hair to grip the back of her neck as his lips began to firm against hers. He held her, tightening his hold on her waist, pulling her to him as he tentatively began to move his mouth over hers. She gasped at the sensation, bringing her arms up to encircle his neck and welcome him. But he tore away and pressed his cheek to hers on a muffled moan. He lifted up and stared at her, indecision flaring in his eyes as he panted as he gazed at her lips with a desperate, aching need. Eric, she whispered soothingly, why won't you kiss me? She pressed her lips to his jaw, watching his cheek muscle flex as her lips trailed over him. You know what? He managed tightly. At the sound of such suffering, she looked up into his eyes and found pain. Real, raw, aching pain. And she immediately understood. He wanted to kiss her. He needed to kiss her. Was almost desperate to sink into the lush, erotic pleasure of a deep and soulful kiss. But he couldn't. She finally understood. He just couldn't. He couldn't allow himself to love her like that. Just as he couldn't say the words, neither could he show her how much he loved her. Because for whatever reason, in his mind, 
a kiss wasn't just a kiss. It was a capitulation, a surrender, an unmistakable, irrevocable declaration of defeat. It was a ringing bell on a cold, wet beach. He could have sex with her, he could bring them both to the very limits of ecstasy, he could send them both spiralling out of control, wild with passion and desire and their love for each other, but as long as he held back that one thing, that one simple talismanic thing, a kiss, he could pretend he still had some semblance of control. It was the one last fraying thread that held him together. If he didn't kiss her, he could pretend their passionate lovemaking meant nothing. He could tell himself it was just sex and nothing more. But if he kissed her, she would know it for the lie that it was. They would both know. She could have been angry or hurt or frustrated, but gazing up at him, she was none of those things. She felt for him. She hurt for him. And she understood. He withdrew then, not harshly, not angrily, but he withdrew. As he rose from the floor, she turned onto her stomach to follow him with her eyes. Eric, are you okay? He stood over her, and for a heart-stopping moment, the steely look in his eye made her fear he would say something cruel or retreat to his room for the rest of the day. But when his face broke into a wicked grin, relief flooded through her. And when he reached out to help her up, she went willingly. Where are we going? she asked, following him as he led them toward the stairs. You said there was something you hoped I'd do, he said in a low, seductive voice. And before she could think of what he meant, he showed her. He paused at the foot of the stairs and pulled her towards him. In one swift motion, he backed her against the wall pressing his body against hers and smiling at her with delicious, devilish intent. She gasped in surprise, and at the sensation of his body suddenly pressed against her. He was so overwhelming, so exquisite, his hard, virile body molding to hers, so that she could feel every muscle, every rock-hard surface. They stood, pressed together for a moment, as though he were waiting for her to either push him away or pull him closer. When she did neither, mostly because she could barely think for the pleasure of his body being so close to hers. He angled back to look at her. You did say you hoped I'd do this, he said, a hint of uncertainty in his voice. His concern was so endearing, so heart-meltingly sweet. Even in the throes of lust, he wanted to make sure it was what she wanted. And that simple, utterly manly gesture made her want to cry. Oh, that I did, she finally breathed, reaching for the hem of his shirt. She guided it up over his chest, loving the feel of his heated skin as the sweater glided over his head and off of him. As he discarded the sweater, she bent and kissed his chest, letting her lips linger over tight muscles dusted with soft blonde hair. She inhaled his scent, so uniquely him, so completely male, and tasted the salty heat of his skin and savored it. Her hands moved over him greedily, squeezing his biceps as he laughed softly at her pure feminine enjoyment of him. She kissed his arms, his shoulders, his collarbone, 
and when she dipped to swirl her tongue over his nipple with a light, teasing little lick, he inhaled sharply and tensed. She took his nipple into her mouth and suckled gently, and was rewarded with a harsh, throaty groan. He fumbled with his jeans until they too were down and kicked away, and he pressed himself against her urgently, his cock surging against her thigh. He lifted her up as if she weighed nothing and pushed her firmly against the wall. Wrap your arms around me, he said, in a low, strained voice. He held her hips firmly as she obeyed, linking her ankles behind him. Don't worry, I've got you. Oh, how true that was, she thought, as he moved her higher, so that she was eye-level with him. He slid one hand around to the small of her back and held her while he braced himself against the wall with the other. And then, dipping his head to press his lips to the throbbing pulse at her throat, he drove into her with one long, deep, powerful thrust. Was there anything better on earth? She thought wildly, as he filled her with that first penetrating stroke and her body opened to him, welcoming inside her slick and silken warmth. It was so much more than mere pleasure, this torrent of sensations that filled her, that consumed her, that made her gasp and cling to him and cry out his name. The delicious warmth, the incomparable feeling of completeness, made her squirm to take every inch of him. He groaned softly at her movements, and his cock surged within her, teased and tormented by her clenching inner muscles. He began to move, slowly at first, as if to make sure this new position was as pleasurable for her as it was for him. Long, languid strokes filled her, igniting deep nerve endings and sending fiery bursts of pleasure licking through her. When she closed her eyes and moaned, he buried his face against her shoulder and increased his pace, thrusting and withdrawing, his hips flexing as his strong thighs braced them both against the wall. His hips rocked against her, driving his cock deeper into her with each thrust. She dropped her forehead to his shoulder, lost in the primal pleasure of being taken, of being both the cause of and the remedy for his desire. She breathed against his naked skin, ran her lips over the hard lines of his muscles as he drove faster and harder, his rough groans and ragged breaths coming faster, pitching higher, his whole body rigid against her. The pleasure was almost unbearable, his relentless pace stoking her, sending her higher, making her tremble against him as he gripped her back and drove himself into her. He lifted his head to look at her, his heated gaze pinning her to the wall as surely as his body was, as he claimed her with a fierceness she'd never known. She whimpered from the pleasure, from the agonizing, exquisite pressure that was building in her again, making her boneless and limp in his arms. She pressed her lips against his neck and sobbed, feeling herself spiraling closer to the edge. He loved her voice when she came, he'd said, and then she understood why, hearing the high, feminine, aching cry that left her lips as she shattered around him. With his own cry of pleasure, he buried his face in her hair and jetted into her, filling her as her inner muscles seized around him and drained him. He clutched her body to his, moaning against her neck as he thrust into her twice, three times more, jerking and shuddering as the pleasure rippled through him. He splayed his hand against the wall for support and collapsed against her, panting in ragged breaths, dragging his lips over her throat as tremors quaked through him. 
He held her tightly, as though he couldn't let go, as though she were anchoring him to the world instead of his hand on the wall. She wrapped her arms around him and he held her to him, tears burning the back of her eyes. He was shaking, his body trembling as he drew breath against her neck, and she had to fight not to cry. It could have been an adrenaline surge making him shake like this. It could have been the last few tremors of his release shuddering through him. Could have been, but wasn't. In some way she couldn't define, she knew it was emotion making him tremble. Or rather, the staggering effort it took to try to hold it back. To revel in his shattered control without losing himself completely. To let himself love her for that brief, timeless moment when his heart was open and free and yearning for hers. Everything she'd ever felt for him swelled to a crescendo of emotion within her, tumultuous, riotous emotion that nearly overwhelmed her control. Sympathy and empathy and admiration, desire and longing, rage at his captivity, gratitude for his release, and love, savage, tender, unconditional love. The kind of love she'd never felt before and would never feel again. The kind of love that branded the soul, that marked her for life. As though she had been split in two and he was the other half. She kissed his ear and stroked his hair, soothing him with her hands and her lips instead of the words that surged up and begged for expression, but which her heart knew she shouldn't say. I love you. She let the words whisper through her mind instead, over and over, as she pressed her lips to the shell of his ear. I love you so much more than you'll ever know. When he finally lifted his head, he looked dazed, almost bewildered, and for a moment she actually worried that something was wrong. But then he smiled at her with a bashful grin, as though he was a little embarrassed. He was such a powerful, intoxicating lover, such a highly sexual man, it was easy to forget he could be embarrassed by it, too. Could be almost shy about it. She smoothed his face and smiled, willing away his doubts, and let her forehead fall against his chin as she sighed. I told you you were nice, she whispered playfully. He laughed softly, and it was like music like a sweet melody that lingers in the air and stirs the soul. If she only could, if he would only let her, she would spend the rest of her days teasing such gentle, happy laughter from him. He deserved to be happy, to be light and carefree, to forget the past and know what it was to be a whole man again, to live his life fearlessly, embracing every good thing he was, to make wild, passionate love to someone who adored him, who would hold him safe in her arms and her heart. Let it be me, Eric. She willed him silently. Just let me love you, baby. Please, let it be me. He stepped back then and helped her untangle from him so she could put her feet down on the floor. She stood feeling a little shaky, her hips feeling a little sore, and stumbled forward, falling against his chest to catch her balance. He laughed happily, putting his arm around her to steady her. Easy now. Eric, I swear to God you're going to kill me, she said breathlessly, 
looking up at him through the pleasant haze of afterglow. That good, huh? He asked, his eyes sparkling. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, I think I have some idea, he said, lowering his chin to flash her a devilish little smile. She laughed. But if you do end up pleasuring me to death, I have to say, I'm pretty much okay with that. He pulled her to him and held her tightly, enfolding her in his strong arms and pressing a kiss to the top of her head. Me too, Ansley, he said softly. Me too. <laughs>